This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's hump day. Hey, you big and here, dude. Hold up. This is an NFL Hump Day Roundup with Isaac and Sue. If y'all ain't excited about this game, you can't get excited about no other games, man. It's Wednesday, uh, Hump Day with Isaac and Sue on 1080. The Hump. All right, the Eagles make a trade today. It's a good one. Um, We'll get to the trade deadline stuff coming up. But we start with uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> he can't help himself. He really can't. He has no self-awareness whatsoever. So the report is that Nathaniel Hackett's job is on the line this weekend. Yeah. The Broncos are over in London. They will be playing the Jags, London's team, the Jags, uh, early Saturday morning. And if they do not win that game, the report is that Hackett May get fired. The only time that this has ever worked out in the history of the NFL where you say a guy is coaching for his life and it, 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 he survives is Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin did it twice, where at the end of the season, they were like, hey, Tom, you either you know win a couple of these games or you're done. And both of those years, he pulled it out of the fire, and the next year, they won a Super Bowl. It's the only time this has worked out. So I just find it so ridiculous. Like, if you so you're telling me if you go to London and you beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are what two and four, two and five, whatever their record is, what are they? I think they're two. Are they and, two and four? I think they're two and four. So well, that's what Denver is, right? Yeah, I think they're they're both two and four. So you're telling me that that's the litmus test. If you beat Jacksonville, then Nathaniel Hackett's oh, fine. Broncos are two and five. They're two and five, and so is well, they're both. Yeah, they're both two and, two and five. Yeah, they played seven. Damn. So you're telling me that this is the litmus test, right? You beat another two and five team, and then Nathaniel's Hackett is safe for what? Another two weeks until you like he either is or isn't the guy. So this the like oh this is the game where you fire. It's the dumbest thing in football. He's not the guy. We all know he's not the guy. And so you're just waiting for what? Like a, a an embarrassing performance? Have you not seen the previous seven games? Like I just I hate this. You're coaching for your job thing. Just put the guy out of his misery. Take him out back. Shoot his career in the head. Let him go back to being an offensive coordinator somewhere and go hire Sean Payton. It's what you want to do. Yeah, if they can get Sean Payton, I don't know why they haven't done that already. I don't know. Um, it's the dumb unless Sean Payton doesn't want the job and he feels well, like Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. You have to know if you can get him. If you if you can, if you have talked to him and he will take that job. Yes. Mi- even mid-season, dude. Yeah. Do it yesterday. I, I told you uh, three weeks ago. I said this: call Sean Payton's agent and say, "How much money do you want? How about eleven million dollars a year?" And that's yeah, Belichick type money. And then you ask him, "Would you like us to fire Nathaniel Hackett now? Three weeks from now, end of the season? Where would you like to be the one to fire him? Because we'll show up on the tarmac like with you with a big shiny bow wrapped around you, and you can fire him. Like do a Donald Trump where we call him into an office, and you'd be like, "You're fired. Whatever you want." Hackett's not the guy. 
get rid of him. And then yeah. we've got Russell Wilson telling reporters that he's doing high knees on a GD airplane. Yeah. Come on, Russ. So Russ, um, you know, he is ready to go. They're saying he's going to play in that game. Yeah. yeah so the, the Broncos yeah. will score 12 points. Yeah, he had a lat and a... In 12, really? Instead of 10. I was thinking more like Oh, 11. I think he's an upgrade. <laughs> Not really. That he's... guy ripping. <laughs> they scored nine in that game? Uh, yeah, 16 to nine. 16 to nine. So they I... were going to score 10 this week, but now with Wilson, they'll probably drop 12 on them. Bump it up. But yeah, Russell told everybody, or the, like the reporters, that he, it's an eight-hour flight. He yeah. said that he stretched for four, which... <laughs> what? What? No, no, you didn't. Who but... stretches for four hours? Not him, but Come whatever. On. But the worst part is he said he's out there doing, like, while other people are sleeping, he's doing high <laughs> knees up and down the aisle. Yeah. Oh, my God. If that's true. Do you think that's true? It wouldn't surprise me. And let me just say, for the record, he is the most insufferable football <laughs> player on the planet. And Look, I get it. Like, you got to go over there and you got to keep the blood flowing. You don't want swelling involved. And some guys wear compression socks. And I get up and walking around the plane instead of sitting for eight hours. But really, you're doing high knees. Like, uh, let me tell me guess. You filmed that for a, a TikTok that you're going to put out. I I was a Russell Wilson guy, and I just can't anymore. I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, boy, and neither can his teammates. You, know, you can see the look on their on their face dude. every time he does one of these things. I promise you that there was a receiver that watched him high knee by and just turned to his seatmate and was like, "Oh my god, this." Bleepity bleep. I just feel like it's gotten so much worse with him. And I know he was like that. He's always been like this in Seattle. But has, why has it gotten so much worse? Isn't, he, it, isn't it winning? I mean, it, it, it's all tolerable and people I don't guess. care about it and talk about I, it if I, you're winning it. I right? honestly think it's one of those where... Or all eyes are on him now because he got traded. I, I think it's more along the lines of he didn't come from much, right? He was, he was a player at NC State, didn't get a lot of respect, goes to Wisconsin... <laughs> Puts up big numbers, Rose Bowl, lose to Oregon, but still disrespected, third-round pick. Goes to Seattle, has a lot of success, but it's because of the defense in the run game. And I think he has desperately wanted to – we know he wants to be a star. We know he wants to have the polished image, right? He gets the celebrity you know, wife who might be the hottest person on the planet. And he, he desperately wants to create this image of what he believes is a superstar product. He, I, I honestly think in his head, he doesn't even truly realize what he's doing. I think he just has a team of yes men around him, and he wants to have this nice, shiny, perfect image of this spokesman, pitchman, quarterback, Hall of Fame, celebrity sort of guy. You've heard this time and time again that he wanted to be in a bigger market, that he wants to be on a national platform, that he wants to win an MVP. And I think he's just become an inauthentic douche that – Early on, I think it was just about grinding to, to have success. And then once he reached a certain level, he mm. wanted the stardom that came along with it. And I don't think he has any idea how to be authentic. I honestly don't. I said this about Alex Rodriguez, who was a phenomenal baseball player. I don't think they really even know who they are at the core of themselves. Because when you've played a role for so long, I, I think you get lost in it. Good questions coming in on the text line here. Uh, what would be worse, Russ actually stretching for four hours? In the high knees or him lying about it? Good well, question. I, my guess is it's probably a bit of both. He didn't stretch for four hours, um, but I'm sure he was doing annoying things on the plane like that. But four hours? Come on, Russ. Would you rather be on a plane with Russell Wilson doing high knees or Antonio Brown? <laughs> what? I'll take Russ. <laughs> I, so I want, that, that, that's pretty easy. I yeah. want no I part want of, no part of Antonio, Antonio Brown. No. He That dude is a nightmare yeah. i will say though having been on nfl uh plane rides like we played in japan once when i was with the bucks 
doing high knees on the plane is the least offensive thing that's probably going on on that airplane. They, uh, they're chartered flights, and let's just say that the normal rules of airplane society do not apply to the, uh, the NFL players. Here's a question for you. Yeah. So I was looking at the NFL Super Bowl winner futures, mm-hmm. perusing, and these two teams have about the same odds. Okay. The Jags and the, and the... No, the the Seahawks oh. and the Broncos. Ah. So the Broncos are about plus 8,000. Seahawks are still sitting there at plus 10,000. Mm-hmm. Who's the better bet? Because you could... Because the Broncos are a nightmare. Yeah. They're a mess. Yeah. But they could get Russell Wilson healthy and Sean Payton. Yeah. And then the Seahawks, you look at them and go, well, they're pretty good, but... And they got some draft capital. So and... it's like the it's like two opposite teams, it, it, but roughly the same odds. Yeah, and it's not this year, right? You're just saying... It, no, it's this year. Oh, this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, this season. Plus 10,000 and plus 8,000. I, I, I would go on, on Denver. I mean, I... Neither team, but and I know Seattle right now is the better team, but I think there's a real cap on what Seattle can be. It's a great story, but they're like the the Giants. The Broncos defense, I'll look this up. There's with the exception of I think it was the Raiders. It's game. number one. And yeah. that that's the other thing about those two teams. It's it's so funny. Denver is top five defensively. Yeah. Last offensively. Yeah. And Seattle Seattle is Flip. top five offensively last defensively. Yeah, they lost to the Raiders 32-23, and I'd have to look up and see if there were short fields or turnovers. I don't remember that one, but they lost uh, to the Seahawks and gave up 17 points. They beat the Texans and gave up 9. They beat the Niners and gave up 10. They lost to the Colts and gave up 12. They lost to the Chargers and gave up 19, and they lost to the Jets and gave up 16. Oh my god. Like, if, if you're a Broncos defensive player, you want to stab someone in the neck with a pair of rusty scissors. I mean, your defense is lights out, and you're losing. So, again, take the Raider game out of it. Your four losses, you are giving up an average of what? It looks like about 16, 16 points. I mean, that's embarrassing. But if Russell Wilson gets his high knees going and somehow he gets healthy and Nathaniel Hackett decides not to be a boob, and their offense can get to the point where they're scoring 25. There's some middle-of-the-road offense. I think you can – I feel like that's a, 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 a easier get than to say Seattle's defense all of a sudden becomes, you know, okay. good enough to, to, to win. Hashtag let Russ stretch. <laughs> but if you're taking futures over the next three or four years, Seattle all day long. Really? Yeah. I like I, I I think Seattle with their draft capital and some of the young players they got, and you might have an unbelievable bridge quarterback right now in Geno Smith, and and the fact that Pete Carroll and John Schneider have shown a tremendous ability at times to draft you know well, and I know they went through a weird stretch there where they couldn't draft O lineman, but you look over the last couple of years they they've hit on some drafts and then this year they hit home runs and there's more draft capital coming from Russ, I. Kind of dig if you're giving me the next four years, I'll take Seattle's futures over Denver's right now because you're attached to, to Russ, and I'm not certain that that's a good attachment right now. One other theory from one of our texters, and then we'll move on. But uh, he did Russell Wilson. He got the ring. Mm-hmm. He got the money. Yep. And he got the hot wife. Perhaps he sold his soul to the devil. And now it's and now look, it's the now- devil. He is the devil. The devil is controlling all of this <laughs> because he gave Russell everything he wanted. Is that the needful things, right? Yeah. Where he gives you what you want, but there's a but, horrible yes. downside to the it. The exchange is <laughs> he now runs you. There was a, 
you know, they were doing, I saw them like an advanced analytics thing. Um, and, and they weren't certain if this is a, like a, a mental thing is inability to read or if it's, there is a physical ailment. Russell Wilson cannot throw the ball to the right side of the field. Like they were doing a, they were doing a breakdown when he throws to the middle, to the left of the field, his numbers are about what they've been his whole career, but middle of the field to the right, it's ridiculous. Like it falls off the map and they couldn't quite like, there's like theories on, you know, it, is he having an issue with turning his body again? Is there an injury or is he not seeing the field that way as he goes through progressions? But it was just an interesting little nugget some people were trying to explain why Russell Wilson has been that bad. And right now you hear a lot with like quarterbacks that aren't great throwers of the ball or, or great athletes, but don't see the field very well. And they only can make like Justin Fields right now gets this where you say he can only make simple reads one half of the field. And they're basically saying at this point that that is Russell Wilson. He can only play one side of the field and teams are picking up on it. And they're just loading up on one side and daring Russ to do anything to, to, to the right and he can't do it right now Niners fans will tell you Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw outside the numbers so yeah. defenses load up over the middle and yeah. know that he loves the slants the posts and that's about all he can do yeah and so this whether this is like a, a long-term weakness or it's a, it's a glitch in the matrix NFL teams pick up this crap I don't think you heard him though High knees, dude. On the plane for four hours. So now all of a sudden, he'll be fine. Watch I just him like now. the concept. He's... There's a Zoolander thing going on. Like he's not an ambi turner. He can't <laughs> go to that side of the field. He can't turn right. He can only he can only throw left. But uh, seriously, if if you if the Garoppolo thing is a great point, Buck. If if you as an NFL defense look at the numbers and be like, dude, this guy cannot throw to the outside. And you're right. Look, we are going to make him. This is why guys sometimes in the league have some success. And then all of a sudden, we're like, what happened to him? Well, we figured out your fastball. Now let's see if you have a curve. And if you don't have one, you will struggle. And right now, Russ to one side of the field is an abomination, and teams know it. So something to keep an eye on if you if you are watching the Broncos. Just watch the difference between left and right and how defenses play them. All right, the NFL trade deadline is coming up on November 1st. The Eagles got a little better today. The deadline becoming a thing. We'll get to it next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
The Eagles got, uh, we're humping, by the way. It's our hump day roundup. Damn right, we're humping. Uh, Russell Wilson took up a lot of our time, but uh, we'll talk more about this in the 5 o'clock hour as well because there's a lot to unpack here, but the Eagles got Robert Quinn today uh, from the Bears for a fourth-round pick. Yeah, and they were, the Bears were basically saying that the deal makes sense. Like, they're not going anywhere. Quinn isn't what he, I mean, last year he had 18 and a half sacks. Yeah, and that's this, a quiet 18 and a half because yeah. I did not, when I read that, I was like, what? Well, it's the Bears. Was anyone paying attention to the Bears? Well, that's true. No. And, you know, Robert Quinn, he's he's 32 years old. He makes a bunch of dough, and he's not going anywhere like with, with the Bears. So this makes sense is you cut some salary, and, you know, you end up with a fourth-round pick. So totally understand that coming from Chicago's point. Now, the if you're the Eagles, he's got a base salary of about $8 bucks. whatever. You're still paying a rookie quarterback, and so you've, you've got room to absorb this deal. And yeah, Robert Quinn may not be 18 and a half sacks, but in Philadelphia, he doesn't have to be. This is going to be a little bit like Von Miller, but obviously a lesser version of him. And that he, when he got to LA, he's not going to be asked to necessarily be the guy. He's going to be asked to be a closer. And when you look at Philly's defensive line, it's the best in the NFL. It, it, it really goes eight deep. And you're going to ask Robert Quinn to probably play 25, 30 snaps a game. And he'll be in in third down situations. And I love the idea of them kind of having a NASCAR package like what the Giants did because they're good across the board. And like I said, eight deep. But it, it, And they're getting home rushing four. And you have two elite corners on the outside. Philly's defense is perfectly made for NFL offenses today. Get home with four, and they got two corners that you can play shutdown with on the outside and play zone underneath to take away the little crossing routes. But imagine a NASCAR package of Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and Robert Quinn. You get in third and six and longer against the Eagles, have fun. Have fun blocking that. Because two of those guys are going to get one-on-ones. This is going to be nightmare fuel stuff for for NFL teams. And it it already is with this defensive line. But I just – and for a fourth-round pick, and you're in a Super Bowl window right now until you have to pay your quarterback, absolutely this makes a ton of sense. And this is a luxury pickup for the Philadelphia Eagles. I love it. So to me, the bigger uh, point here is, and you mentioned Von Miller, it's basically what's happening in the NFL now. And the Rams, having won the Super Bowl, what happens? Copycat. Yes. Right? Anytime you win a Super Bowl, everybody wants to copy it. So I feel like the NFL trade deadline is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger each year because what's happening now is if in the first six and seven weeks before the trade deadline, you realize you're damn good. Why not give up mid to late round picks for really good veterans who are on short deals? Yeah. I mean, you are giving up draft capital, but you don't care. You're in a championship window. You're getting guys that can and will, well, can put you over the top, will see Von Miller. Yeah. Right? So Rams did this, and now the Eagles are doing it. I feel like it's the new thing. This is going to, I think the trade deadline seems to me that with this, the trade deadline will get bigger and bigger each year because these veterans that are on deals that expire after the end of the season mm-hmm. that are that can still play, dude, those are worth their weight in gold yeah. for these teams like the Eagles or you know the Chiefs well, or whomever. Bills. Kansas City went out and, and made a deal where they gave up a ton of capital to go get Christian McCaffrey. Supposedly the Cowboys, the Packers could be in looking at receivers. Like if you're Denver right now, you know, there's is a possibility you shot maybe a Jerry Judy who hasn't really quite performed the way you wanted to in Denver and, and maybe you're a little further away in Denver than you than you think. 
you know, there there are moves to be made here. Uh, Buffalo could be in the in the market uh, here to, to go out and make a play for someone because you've got a loaded roster. So if you're the Eagles, if you're the 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 Bills, if you're the Chiefs, um, you know maybe like you said, the Cowboys think they're there. If you're a team that thinks that you are a player or two away, the idea that draft capital being the end all to be all, which was that was like you you said that was kind of the the prevailing thought in the NFL for years and years. It's it's not that way anymore for a lot of teams. I definitely think it's going to be more well, like... Well, not in the mid-round. No, it's definitely going to be more like, I think, the baseball deadline where you're going to have the haves and the have-nots. Yep. When we get to week seven or eight, are we buyers or are yep. we sellers? If we're punting, we're really punting, yes. and we're giving up all our veterans on short deals, and we're when we're loading up draft picks, and we're going to suck. Yes. So, you know... So I don't know if that's good for the league, but that's... I, that's, think, I think it's good for the league. I think it's more interesting when you have... Quality players, even if they're veterans, they're on the move. And they go to good. So basically, the better players will all be in the at the, on the top team. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. the top half. Of well, the let's league. let's say a guy like Jerry Judy, who we thought coming out of Alabama was really going to be something, and so far in Denver, you know, it's just been hmm, some drop season playing an uncreative offense and didn't have a quarterback, and maybe still doesn't. And you get a Dallas team that we think can be pretty good in elite defense, right? Good run game. You, whatever you think of, of Dak, he's back. But right now, you've got you know you've got a tight end and you've got one receiver in Jerry Judy, or uh, excuse me, in uh, C.D. Lamb. Wouldn't it be more interesting to see Jerry Judy playing in Dallas? Hundred percent. Wouldn't that make it like the Green Bay for God's sakes? Well, it makes sense for Denver too. Yes, you know, and you're like, hey, you know, let's 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 recoup some of this, and it just isn't working out here. You don't think you don't think Green Bay would be in the market to try to go out and maybe something maybe make something like this happen. Or in the offseason this year, what has A.J. Brown meant coming into Philadelphia with that deal? You know, that, that he they got him from Tennessee. You know, I, I think this is great for the league, and I think it makes it that much more interesting. So the Eagles got Quinn. They're also sniffing around Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Uh, reportedly, the Browns, you know, the Browns are 2-5. and five. Yeah, they've lost, what, four in a row? And if they lose this week, I think they're, they're waiting to see what happens this weekend. Yeah. Or at least this is the report. That if they lose uh, this uh, Monday they're, night. They're going to be sellers. Uh, there, it's another division game, another division loss because they're hosting the Bengals. It's kind of like last stand for the Browns. Yeah, two and six, you're not making the playoffs. two and six exactly. But then you know you remember Deshaun Watson is coming back, so there's that. But uh, the Eagles have their eye on Kareem Hunt. If the Browns sell him off, and they're they're saying now they don't have a fourth because they just gave the fourth up for Robert Quinn. Yeah, but they're saying that Kareem Hunt could go for a fourth here uh, by next week. The the deadline, by the way, is November first. Well, again, I love the fact that you're going all in because if we want to point to any deficiency on their roster, and there's not many, I think them and the Bills, I think they're the two best rosters in the league. Um, you know, outside of Miles Sanders, you don't have a, a bunch. So you get a guy like Kareem Hunt that's a proven back that can split carries. They're nasty. Yeah, let's go. You know, I, I just, especially in the NFC where it just feels like there's not a lot of quality teams. I think if you're the rest of the NFC, you're, you're a little like, oh, my God, Philadelphia has the best roster and they're going to get better because they're willing to go all in. And not that you can't do this when, with, a, with a guy you're paying a bunch of money, but it goes back to, Almost every team we've seen win in the modern salary cap era has been either with a rookie quarterback or a quarterback on some sort of bargain deal because you can just you can fill out your roster when you're not having to pay a quarterback 40 million bucks. What's Jalen Hurts making? Probably a million, million and a half dollars? If that. You know, that's well, a Well, what's Daniel Jones making? 
Yeah. There's a see lot. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. There's a lot of money that you can spread out um, to fill holes when you don't have to, you don't have to pay a guy. That right there is your NFL Hump Day Roundup. Russell Wilson edition. Eagles trade deadline edition. <laughs> someone, um, said, someone said the Cowboys could really use a guy like Amari Cooper. <laughs> It's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That He's playing well. Re- that receiving core is really, really thin down in Dallas. Uh, Daniel Jones making $6 million a year. Yeah. 6.4. And who'd you say? Uh, Jalen uh, Hurts. Hurts. I bet Hurts is making a million too. 1.5. Yeah. I mean. Right next to Kyle Trask. Think about that. And Drew Locke. Jalen Hurts. It's the best deal going right now in the NFL. And hey, en- but enjoy, no, enjoy- that, that. <laughs> Bailey Zappi only makes a mill. Only makes a milli. Well, I, I'll bet you that between Mac Jones and Zappy together, <laughs> they're they're making about seven million bucks. And if Sam Ellinger comes in and kicks butt for the Colts, he's only making nine hundred G's. Matt Ryan did say he was surprised by the benching. Yeah, really, Matt? Were you? Yeah, dude, you turned it over twenty times. Oh, and by the way, uh, it's officially happened in New Orleans. They have sat uh, Jameis Winston for Andy Dalton. Even oh, though, I thought he was, I didn't think he was healthy. Yeah. They're saying Jameis is healthy and they, Oh wow. They're going with yeah, Dalton. Jameis is healthy yeah. and they're starting Dalton. They're starting, anyway. oh, they're starting Dalton. Damn. You think Jameis they're, Winston misses Sean Payton? You think Dennis Allen isn't the same as being coached by Sean Payton? Right. Oh, and uh, Mac Jones is back as the starter in uh, new England. <laughs> apparently. Until he throws a, a, the first pick. All right. Uh, there's your hump day roundup every uh, Wednesday at four. Let's get to in the news coming up next, but here's Buck with sports center. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, that's right. It's Isaac and Souk. We're boogieing. It's a Wednesday. Big week of radio broadcast here. Uh, it is time now, October 26, 2022, 
For In the News, I'm your noted newsman. Hello, thank you. Thank you. Please Everybody. be seated. Everybody. Please. Calm down. Please. Calm the hell down. Today is National Pumpkin Day. Yeah, I got no time for pumpkins. Not even like uh, pumpkin pie or like nah, the, the flavor pumpkin? No. Nah, you not, got nothing. I'm not a pumpkin pie guy. I'm not a pumpkin uh, spice latte guy. You know, I'm kind of over. My kids are older now, so I don't really carve pumpkins. The only pumpkin I'm into is maybe David S. Pumpkins. Like that, I'm all about. The Tom Hanks sketch. Other than that, pumpkins, get the hell out of here. Last year, uh, my son was six months old at this time, and my wife thought it would be cute to carve one out and carve out a couple little leg holes and plop them in there for a photo op. Uh, Kids sitting in the pumpkin, kind of like the barrel man at uh, Broncos games or something like that. Sure. Now she thinks it'd be fun to do every year till he's like 18. So she got like a 30-pound pumpkin this year to try to to wedge him in there and see if we can uh, get another, recreate the photo. How big is that pumpkin going to get and how annoyed is he going to be when he's 13 and your wife's trying to stick him in a pumpkin? Well, we're going to see how long it goes on for. I I doubt we make it that long. Yeah, that seems a... Seems like a whole thing. Well, is that whole pumpkin yeah. patch thing? Is that is that just for the moms? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, it's not just for moms. It's also for wives and girlfriends because you have to take a stupid photo of your significant other dressed like Han Solo in front of some sort of hay barrel, wearing knee high boots, and you just looking miserable in the background. I will yeah. say, little boys love tractors and trucks, and usually you get yeah. a lot of those at uh, at pumpkin patches. So my kid likes it. I, I try to get suckered in every year. They attempt to get me with the idea that, A, I can be drunk at it, and, B, that there'll be goats there. But, man, that can only take me so far. I'm so happy that that is, uh, like, my, uh, like, raising my kids, that that is over and done with. Yeah, just kind of one of those very cliche things, you know? Yes. But hey, you got to do it. You want to drive 45 minutes to, no. s- to spend $30 on a pumpkin and walk around in a muddy field and then buy, I don't know, a $6, like, I don't know, cider thing when I could go to the store six seconds away from my house and buy that same pumpkin and cider for, like, $4. And thanks, but no thanks. I'm good. It is also National Mule Day. Oh, all right. I can get down with the mules. Tell you what, I'd rather hang out with a mule than I would go to a pumpkin patch. Like a Moscow or Kentucky mule? Because I can get on board with those. Oh. I do love a good Moscow mule. Yeah, I've got the copper cups at the house. Um, you know, and every now and then you break one out. But I just like making cocktails in them. It adds a little, uh, a little whimsy to your your evening drinking. Big ginger beer guy. You like the ginger beer, do you? I do. I have like a twelve pack of ginger beer sitting in the bottom of my like uh, like pantry. And I feel like it's been there for like two years because you get it because you're making Moscow mules for something, and then you make like three of them, and then you've got ginger yeah. beer that sits down there for god knows how yeah, long yeah it's like a phase you know yeah. you, make, you make some for a party and then the, you never you know yeah. you kind of forget about the moscow mule yeah, it's just there but unless you go to a bar that specializes in the mules good drink yeah have you seen some places make you put down a deposit you yeah because yeah because we used to do that at harry's yeah people swipe the mugs we had the old school awesome copper mugs you know and, yeah. and moscow mule. this is back when i bartended this is like 20 years ago uh, Moscow Mule was was big at our bar because we had those mugs. Everybody wanted the mugs. Yeah. That was back before everybody was doing them. Now yeah. you're knowing. You can't pour a Moscow Mule into anything but a copper mug. You know you're a Bush League place if you, you get one in a regular cup. But we had to do that yeah. eventually. <laughs> people just, people just like, where are these going? And they're expensive. Isn't it amazing, though, that, like, I don't know, what's a, a copper mug going to run you? 10 12 13 bucks, And just, you know, people are like, well, screw you. I'll just take this one. Yeah, yeah it's pretty awesome. I'm guessing I can't get these anywhere else. You cheap bastard. 
Except for Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, where you can get them in. To your door. They're not that expensive. 24 hours. Hey, uh, this first story is courtesy of our friend Dwayne out there. He he pointed this out. And um, we do need a in-the-news moment of silence for British radio host Tim Goh, who died. Yeah, on air. On the air. Two days ago. He was doing a morning show? Did he? Uh, do he we... was fifty-five. Now was he? Yeah, this is going to sound really bad because I saw this story too, but I didn't see if they said this. Did he like? You know, was it like ah, 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 something's wrong? Like, or did he oh. like? Did he's like, hey, someone go to break, and then like, boom, he collapses? Or was it like mid-sentence? Or you know, did he pull a uh, wheezy? This is the big one. I'm coming. Like, I don't know that. That's a little. It's a little awkward. I don't think they're really saying like uh, that's not something they. Do. Is it wrong that I kind of want to? Yeah. If it is wrong, yeah. That I want to hear it. I mean, a little. If if someone sent me the email clip and was like, "Hey, click on this," and it's, you, you, I I would I would click on. It's it. It's just the audio of a guy having a heart attack. Well, but I, I mean, I, it's not. I, I'm just. I don't know why I'm. Uh, he had a heart attack. I'm, okay, I'm fascinated by what you know. he was broadcasting from his house. Oh. Um. So it was that he was at home, and it, but it was on the air during his morning breakfast show. Huh. That's a, an interesting... 55. I'm assuming that's happened before. Gone right? too soon. A lot of us are out there doing radio. Yeah. Hopefully that's not how this show ends. Oh, for heaven's sakes. I'll tell you or what. Or maybe if, we want it to end that way. No. If yeah. I die, I'm comfortable with the idea of, of you know, hey, it, I, none of us are getting out of here alive. But I'll tell you what. If I die in this closet sitting next to you, mm. I'm going to be really pissed. That is not a celebration. No. No, life. no, that's a bad way to go. I, I want the legends of the fall where the Native American guy says that it was a good death. Not necessarily that I want to be mauled by a bear or anything. But I was going to ask how close to the movie did you really want it? Uh, because... You know, I look, I will say that if you're going to go out, I, look, I, I can understand you're, you're an old man. You've lived everything that you want. You go out with the bear. I, I'm there's worse ways. But if I had to pick one, if I had to pick the, the way I got to go. I'm going Thelma and Louise style. That's how I'm going out. Well, uh, you remember that Tristan in the movie tried to do that earlier in the movie, tried to run his horse off the cliff. Yeah. And then the horse wouldn't do it. Yeah. I'm going Thelma and Louise. So straight over a cliff in a car? Grand Canyon, except motorcycle. I want that. I want like a... A failed wow. evil Knievel. I'm not it. I want someone to be like, I want to go off the Grand Canyon, like wearing an evil Knievel jumper just so they can be like, did he really, like what? Like just an old man. Did he really think he was making that jump? It's the Grand Canyon. Like, and not like on a, I meant to do this, like souped up, like dirt bike. No, no, no. Like an old Harley panhead. Something that I could jump like maybe 10 feet and then just go. Just blaze a glory into the sun, just right off the edge and let's do this. Just done with the world and I'm heading down. That's it. I, I'm going out like that. All right. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Seems like it would hurt. Would it? Well, I don't know. I don't think it would. I don't know. A lot of these death... You know, I'm pretty sure that when you hit it, you just go, and then it's it's done. Yeah, but th- I mean, that's like, it's like the idea of, well, short of being run over by a steamroller, yeah. you know, or like thrown in a wood chipper. Sure. I mean, just shoot me. Oh, well. And, well, and the- make sure it's that, well, you know, what's the what? Well, I, I don't need any sort of pomp and circus. No. I just, if I'm going to die. You want the 15 to 20 seconds of terror right beforehand. Right. right. See, like, I, that's awful. See, like, just that, come up from behind me and yeah, finish. See, that's not terror. Like, Wait, that's... whoa, that sounded terrible. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> that sounded terrible. Please, everyone. Don't do come that. Come up behind Rop and finish. <laughs> Please, everybody. 
God. But that's not terror. If if you know it's your time and you're going, that's not terror. That's we. That's off the edge. We. Yeah. Wiley Coyote and then. That is definitely not how I look at that. No. But, uh, you know, to each their own. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, Phil Knight giving more money to a uh, gubernatorial candidate, yeah. not named Betsy Johnson. I know. I love how people are mad at him. What's going on here? Giving money. Uh, so we'll uh, get to that next. This is in the news on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, this is in the news, October 26, 2022. We are powering through October, careening towards November, which is Tuesday. Well, November 1st is Tuesday. Um, Phil Knight, noted uh, Nike founder. Philanthropist. He donated, we've talked before about how much he's donated to Betsy Johnson's campaign. Yes. For governor. A million dollars, right? Uh, a couple more. I think he's had more than that. Well, the last one, he, the last one, uh, it was a million dollars, but maybe he had donated more uh, prior to that. Well, now he is uh, donating to Christine Drazen's campaign. Yes. Half a million dollars. Both Republican. Well, I guess the one's not a Republican. The one's independent. Now Drazen is the Republican candidate. Well, there's a whole storm of brewing here. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Drazen could win. Yes. That's why Elizabeth Warren came here to stump for, uh, what's the other one? Kotech. Uh, Kotech, because they're saying that uh, Johnson may split some of the vote right. with Kotech, uh, and that would allow the Republican to uh, to slip on in, which would be the first Republican governor we've had since, like, what, the early 80s? 1986. Yeah. I believe it's all a plan to... Well, Betsy was put forth by Phil Knight oh. to steal votes from Kotech. Yeah. And thus, insert Christine Drazen. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if your if your idea is that you want someone who's on the the other side of the spectrum, you see this all the time about whenever there's a popular independent candidate, it it clips whatever whatever side they lean to. It clips the the mainstream candidate. I mean, they they talk about this all the time. Oh, Ross Perot. Yeah, remember that? I do remember that. Remember that guy? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? happened to ross perot <laughs> well i think he's dead well he's like he was like a thousand years old back then <laughs> i feel like he's the only real uh like independent third party that i've had in my lifetime I'm, there may be one when i was younger but he's the only one i remember ever getting any kind of traction and i'm sure he got like three percent of the vote or whatever but I, I just remember him being a thing and there's you know everyone else just ends up being a clown like you get like what is it the green party ralph nader or whatever <laughs> A bunch of Priuses vote for Ralph Nader, but Perot spent so much money, he was, you know, he supposedly was in the mix. I just remember the SNL spoof of him. Yeah. That's like, can I tell you? Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Can I finish? Can I finish? Yeah. And wasn't the other one like, that was Dana Carvey, right? That was Dana Carvey. The other one was like, see? Ross Perot's here, see? (laughs) Ross Perot, see? Yeah. Look at whatever happened to Ross Perot. Yeah, he's dead. He died. I know, but can you take a guess when he died? 2019. Oh, you're... 
Yeah. He died on my birthday in 2019, July 9th. Oh. I see you. Henry Rossborough. Go Rossborough. No, don't. No? Rest in peace. Don't I know, go anywhere. I know nothing about Ross Perot. So I don't know is, if he was a good man or a douche or what. He's an oil man, right? Yeah. So is a vote for Betsy Johnson a vote for Christine Drazen? This is what uh, some are now uh, debating as as the uh, libs get a little nervous. Yeah. Here. I don't know. But wasn't well, she, was she... I do know. A vote for Betsy Johnson is a vote for Betsy Johnson. But I get what they're saying. Yeah. Was she... She's independent. Was she Democrat and went independent, or was she Republican and went independent? I think she was a Republican. Is that, I know, are, are you talking about Betsy? Betsy. She was affiliated with a party for a long time, and then she got the world's biggest glasses, and now she's running <laughs> a, a, a non-affiliate. I do love those glasses. Boy, isn't that something? Well, it's a nice look. Is it? Yeah. You would think that, like, in I'm my, down with it. In my mind, like, when you're you're running for governor or something like that. No, she was a Democrat. Okay, she's so a Democrat. She was a Dem before 2021. Now she's running independent. Now she's running independent. Yeah. Um, so I just, it says here. I just always figure that there's some sort of political strategist that, like, tries to clean up your look a little bit, you know, make you a little more relatable. Yeah, a <laughs> little less grandma-y. Something like that. And they're like, Betsy. No. Can we, can we go with the world's second biggest glasses? And she's well, like, absolutely not. Well, I think that... I don't know. I think sometimes that stuff works for you, though. It's like, who's the one with the big glasses? You know, because people don't pay attention. No. Um, so maybe it works for her. It's amazing why people vote for, you know, when they do, like, exit polls. Like, hey, why did you vote for so <laughs> It's fascinating to me. I love the ones that, <sighs> like, with a certain political candidate, well, won't say who, but, oh. like, when people say that he's, like, called of God and that, like, he's such a biblical man, and you're like, are we talking about the same person? Like, so that's the one where I just, I'm all for it, man. Vote for who you want. But, boy, sometimes the reasoning, I'm like, are you just paying any attention at all? I missed the part in the Bible where raw dog and porn stars. I missed that. I I, I did. I missed that part. What's matter with that? I just, I missed it. I must have been reading a different book. We have another EF0 tornado in Oregon. Oh, my God. You were making fun of this the other day. Yeah, I'll make fun of it again. We have another one. Uh, this one hit yesterday afternoon. Global warming. Sorry, Monday afternoon in Woodburn, mm-hmm. your former stomping ground. That's right. Woodburn. It's off of Puddin' River Road. Winds of 61 to 74 miles an hour. I'll bet you a fence blew down somewhere. No, it didn't. I no. saw the video of it. No. Of some flying plastic chairs. No. You know, those plastic chairs aren't cheap. They didn't Wait, go far. They are cheap. <laughs> They're very cheap. What if, like, a wooden Ad- or Adirondack chair got broken? Those are expensive. I think it's going to take an e- EF1. <laughs> to blow up. Like, it can handle some plastic Walmart chairs, but not a quality wooden one. And Oregon is one of two states with the most inquiries into this student loan forgiveness program. No. Uh, the website is up and running from the U.S. government. Yeah. And uh, they're they're checking where people are inquiring from, and the two most uh, the two states with the most inquiries are Oregon and Georgia. Is it ten G's? Right, you get to... ten or twenty, depending on if you qualify. Yeah, yeah. I had a buddy of mine who, when when there was a rumor of this, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he actually did it, but he was talking about because his daughter was in college. He was talking about taking out a student loan in her name. Well, I mean, having her take one out and then just not touch the money. And then if they forgave, he'd be like, "Oh, now you got you know twenty G's, and it'll be like your you know graduation present." But I, I don't think that's the way you know that worked out. But I, I liked his way of thinking. I was like, "That's kind of smart." Look at people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you because know, she she didn't have any you know student loans, so he's like, "Why don't we take one out and just you know sit on it and see if?" Because you don't have to start paying them back until you graduate. And he's like, "Well, 
possibility of free money. All right, the Hot 5 at 5 is next. Uh, We will get back to uh, some super hot, sexy NFL talk next hour. And uh, coming up tonight in the club, uh, we need to talk about the startling testicular revelation from the Harvey Weinstein trial. I don't know if you've seen this. I haven't seen this. Yeah, well, we're we going to talk about it. We have to talk about his balls? We do. Oh, boy. We do. Was there, did they pull a Michael Jackson and make him pull him down at the trial? <laughs> there was a police Not officer exactly. that was paid money to go and photograph Michael Jackson's <laughs> genitals. What a strange world that we live in. Uh, the Hot Five is next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 